afraid of grafters. So I, like, I was basically like nocturnal for, I think like I'd, I'd sort of finish working sometimes at sort of like six, seven in the morning. Where was this? Uh, well, so like it sort of started when I was doing sound engineering stuff. Cause, like, you down at Boom? No, so I were at- Oh, Chunk. No. Yeah, well, yeah, I was, but that were a bit later. So, like, okay. I, I were doing. Um, so, I had like Royal Park Cellars. Oh, I had and, that uh, for. Don't forget, uh, bottle up there if you oh, want. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I had um, Royal Park Cellars for about seven years. And then I ended up at The Well for a couple of years. Which when were you at Royal Park Cellars then? That was from like. Two, oh, bloody hell. So, <laughs> it, was, it was from when I was 21 to, for like seven was years. Was it like 2009 ish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I remember you. Yeah, I used to have like I used to have dead long hair. It all like it all <laughs> fell out and whatever. And I was like, going to say yeah. one of my old bands, uh, Anteres. We yeah, I'd I'd I'd, I'd town for you like, like a oh, few okay, times. Cool. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. yeah so I remember yeah, playing there, and I remember it was there was like there was a new guy vibe to the place, and it was like yeah, the the sound guy is running this place now, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so like we had it like. Yeah, basically, because like, so that Steve Kind guy had it for yes. years, yeah. <laughs> and then he, like, I don't know what happened there, but he, he didn't have it. And then it was closed for ages. And then, like, some people that I knew took it on um, and then asked me to get involved with it. And then, like, they just sort of, like, gradually fell by the wayside. And I just, like, I just sort of ended up having it for, yeah, it was about seven years in the end. What do you mean by having it? You were, like, sort of. It was just, like, my. I was just sort of dealing with all the emails and like doing most all of the, the sound and, and stuff and like yeah it was like it was kind of weird because it was like I think because it was like a chain pub upstairs people assumed it was like run by them but yeah. it was like they didn't give us anything like you yeah, know yeah. they didn't like like we sort of pieced together all the equipment and stuff and like sort of generally like tried to hold it together like sort of in the face of whatever they were doing yeah it was yeah it was pretty it was pretty fun but like it was it was it was definitely like Falling the fuck apart by the time that it was done because we just like we didn't have any money, you know. What I mean? It used it to be like... such a furnace in there as well during the summer. Oh, mate, Some yeah. of them gigs when it would be get like proper packed out and people trying to get out the back door and. Uh... Well, there was, yeah, there was just like this never-ending list of rules that the landlords used to like put in place that oh, got shit. like gradually more. Oh like, yeah, weird. I remember? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, like he ended up um, like you know that uh, that uh, that math rock band from Japan called Light. Called Light. Light, yeah, no. L I T E. They were like, they like played, like, I think they played at the Brood a couple of times. Mm. And like, they ended up playing down there on one of the brainwash festivals. But anyway, like, the old landlord, like, it was um, too loud. Just like, <laughs> well, no, no, he wasn't that. He like, they, he like took a dislike into where they parked their van. So he just like locked their van away for like six hours and like refused to give them their van back. <laughs> we would, they're just like, you, you, you can't, you can't do that. And he was just like, yeah. it's my pub, I'll do what I want. We were just like, yeah, just like yeah. it was, it was, it was a pretty wild time. But it was, you know, it was, it was a pretty like. I sort of miss it sometimes, you know. Like, it was, yeah. you know, it was a bit of a shithole and stuff. And like, yeah, yeah. There was that drain that always smelled like soup as well. Like, I don't around the uh, the back area. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. there was never soup in there, but it always <laughs> inexplicably smelled. It was like soup. I fucking but. even looking back on that, it was it was so cool. It was just like that little backstage area. It was like, it was thoroughly DIY but it had that touch of something else for having that little space around the side yeah the little yeah. band space it was like you know like that got like that was supposed to be a theatre for a bit <clears throat> I think it even was a little like indie theatre for a little bit okay which was like pretty cool like, I don't think they lasted very long there because like again like I think they had some sort of falling out with 
the landlord, but like, and then yeah. like like a bunch of my bands used to use that room just to practice in, mm. which is mad, really, if you think about it, because it was literally just like the floor underneath a pub where yeah. people were actually like sitting and drinking. Yeah, yeah. And we'd be like there, you know, like all afternoon, just like clapping. <laughs> so I'm not surprised we got booted out in the end, to be honest. Like, you know, yeah. this is this is how it goes. But um, but yeah, yeah then we, we, to the well. Yeah, yeah. So so the other guy who I used to play with in Cuda, he were. He was sort of taking charge of sound at the well. I think he had it for about a year. Mm. And then he met someone whilst we were on tour in Finland and moved over, the, over there. And sort of, like, he's, he's still there now. Oh, cool. Um, so then I took on the well. And I think, like, I, like, I was there for a couple of years. The well was sick. Yeah. I really missed the well. The well was an absolute institution in Leeds. It was, yeah. uh, like, even just... Everyone's, uh, everyone's played there. Everyone's just got... All of them fucking memories from back in the day. Um, yeah. It was especially just being a younger and just like you know you just go down like just to see, you know you wouldn't know that there were anything on. You just go and yeah, then it would yeah, just be yeah. like all right they'll be like I don't know, knuckle dust to someone who'd be playing <laughs> and I'm like yeah and then that'll be yeah, it. Paulie like, P's inexplicably somehow booked knuckle dust and uh, yeah yeah that's it yeah 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 or like fifty two band all day oh, or Jesus, some sort yeah, like yeah. yeah Jesus Christ yeah I'm trying to remember like, was it a uh, Canal fests that he used to do. Yeah, yeah, bloody hell, yeah. So he did them at uh, Iger as well, didn't he? Towards the end. But yeah, the well was uh, played so many gigs down there. It's, um, I think it's one of those places where like you just you forgot to get nervous because you it was so familiar. Like yeah. like going to the Fenton. Yeah, yeah. It was you'd, it, you kind of like you'd rock up, and by the time you'd got everything out of the van and sorted. It was almost like you'd play catch up with everyone before you knew it. You were on stage, and it was just you know it, it would obviously be over in a flash because it's a gig. Yeah. And then it's it yeah I think it's that that second home element. Yeah, definitely. It was like I think like so like the last iteration of it. The well. Um, yeah, of the well. Like there was like it ended up with like it was like the landlord who had the Harrogate Blues Bar like yeah Harrogate okay. Blues Bar ended up taking it on yeah and like I think everybody was a bit unsure how it was going to be but to be fair yeah. he, he was yeah, he yeah. was well sick like okay you know like we'd, we'd have like these big because uh, like the uh, like the OG like Outbreak Fests were on down there really? and like yeah yeah so like I think the first two were there and like yeah. you'd literally just like all the gear would just get shredded I mean because of course it does like you know it's literally yeah, just yeah. like people just like chucking themselves all over the place, yeah. like kids just smashing themselves in the face with microphones, carrying on whatever. And like at the end of the weekend, it would be like, right, we're like ten mics down, we've got one <laughs> lead left or whatever. And like you'd tell him, and then just like the next Tuesday, they'd just practically be gift wrapped, like just on the sound desk, like just oh, all all there replaced. So it was like first time I've ever had anybody that's run a venue that's like that on it with like just yeah. making sure that the place is like got decent gear in it and stuff. But I guess he knows what his bread and butter was. That's it, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't think a lot of, you know, like, sort of, like, like, pub landlords and stuff really appreciate just, like, how, you know, like, how important it is to have, you know, good good shit going on in your Well, just, an, yeah, a solid promoter. <coughs> and as you say, it's like having a decent sound guy in the mix as well. It's yeah. uh, So, Kuda, was that K-H-U-D-A? Yeah. I remember yeah. them. I never saw you, but I remember it. So, you guys got pretty big then, I guess, to be touring Europe. I don't know about that. No, I no, think no, like, not, like we, we not big, like, big but we, you know, like within our circles of just if you get into Europe, it means that you've probably done a few UK tours. Might have a release under your belt. You know what? It was kind of like or was it the DIY I, circuit? I think it was. It was just like one of those things where like we would. Well, so like I I joined 
just before all the sort of European touring sort of okay. happened. So he had a drummer, because it was two piece. He had a drummer before. He wasn't really up up for the travelling as much. And then like I sort of joined, and we did like one little weekend in Europe around that. Um, ended up being called Incubate Festival. You know, it's like the sort of sister festival to Roadburn. It's like no, no. It's like yes, yeah, it's, it's it's in Til- in Tilburg and whatever. And like we went out for like three days, and we were just like, oh, actually, like this is well good. <laughs> yeah. So then the next time we went out ten days. Yeah. And then the time after that we went out two weeks and then I think the time after that it was like 90 nice and we 90. were just like yeah I mean we didn't Fuck we didn't manage to get to like I think out of the 90 dates we had booked I think we managed to get to like 65 or 70 because we had like we had this fan that just like broke down <laughs> comedically like yeah every five seconds so like it was it, I'm not gonna lie I wouldn't be able to do that again but yeah yeah but yeah so like yeah we, we, thing we just sort of did a lot of that you know there's like, so good. much about back then that just you wouldn't do now it's uh it was mad. Yeah, like yeah. Trans- just we, I remember we would hire a transit van and just like fill it with mattresses and duvets and just right. you know like just doing it the illegal way of just cabs, mattresses in and then like five of us in the back of a transit van just going up and down the UK. <laughs> and it's like you think on it now and it's like all it would take is just one harsh uh, stop and yeah, yeah. you're all fucking dead. That's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's yeah, any number of things of just uh, I wouldn't do that now. Sharing yeah. a bed with like two other dudes in the band and. Right, it's like I can't be doing that. I'd rather have just the couch or the floor. Yeah, but, uh, it was meant like yeah, and like you know, and especially like just you know the amount of like boozing and stuff that goes yeah. on. Like I think on that on that ninety day thing, like we were, like we were, we were definitely like pissed every day for the entire time. <laughs> like I felt insane after like two like two months of it. I can yeah. remember like it's like looking at myself in the like c- like catching myself in the mirror at this squat in Germany and just being like, who the. F- <laughs> is that guy? It was just like it was proper wild-eyed and like I only, well, like, I've only ha- ever haven't done... slept for like more than you know like four hours a night yeah. for like two months. I've like... only ever done like two weeks, and it that can almost be worse sometimes though as well because you don't pace yourself as much. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're just like I think there was maybe a little bit better pacing in that one, but mm. it was that thing where we got to the two-week mark, and I just thought I could do more than than this. Yeah. And so when you said ninety, it was like that's a bit of a fucking jump. Uh, it was a bit, yeah. So did you was... book that yourself then, or was that jumping on other people's tours or around festivals or? It was just sort of like a little bit of everything, really. So yeah. I mean, like, like so, it, it was the other guy that was like dead good at like dead good at booking gigs. It was just like I think he was just like a really nice guy and like you if know, you're like, a two piece as well, I suppose it makes you very easy. Pretty to... easy, yeah. I yeah, mean, like we didn't yeah. even need a PA really. You yeah. know, like, in, in fact, actually, I think by the end of it, we sort of preferred not having one because like I'd just. Gives you that. I'd just certain, like certain something as like, well. Hit it? it really hard, <laughs> and he just you know he had like big lungs. Well, I mean, well, because well, there, there were no vocals or all like oh, that. So okay. yeah, we were literally just like we had like two four by twelves and like this uh, eight by ten that we used to carry around. Yeah, and then like just sort of like juicer for style, you know, like literally just like turn up with as many amps as you can get, and then just like <laughs> yeah, you know, sort of like crack away at that really. So like yeah, we ended up playing in some like really odd places like. Played it like this, uh, like in the middle of this basketball court, like <laughs> uh, a squat in Spain, like in a squatted university oh, cool. building and stuff. And they were just like, they were, just, yeah, they were just like, oh, do you need the stage? We were just like, mate, we don't even need a room. And they were just like, right, basketball court. Then so we just like ended up playing out in the middle of there and like. You play some of the sickest like, squats in Europe as well. I think that's one of the things that's really fallen out in the UK. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, they, like they just don't last. Like yeah, they don't last. They just yeah. get evicted and like you know they get. You know, it's, it's it's really sad because you know I feel like you know there, there's so many sick spaces like you know especially in Germany and stuff like that you yeah. know where like Germany's like the squat k- 
kings of Europe, it feels. Well, it's like I think you know, even you know, like it, it's it's generally sort of Spain, Italy, also everywhere's yeah. got it. But like it's, 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 it's but like I think it's appreciated that like generally they'll like look after the building because they want it to continue to be there. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So like you know, you sort of go to these places and it's just like you know they're kind of like semi-legal or whatever, mm. and like like some of them even get like you know like get some sort of help you know like from sort of local councils and stuff like yeah. that depending on what I think that's on, a big thing as well on, like with like, um, European countries that they, they have all of these culture grants where they can um, I guess just as you say like throw cash to whatever yeah and it just you, sort of supplement stuff doesn't it, it yeah. just, you know like I think you know I've, I've, I sort of feel like that's you know it's, it's a bit of a shame that not as many I don't, I don't think as many people from these next generations are really going to experience touring in that way anymore you know just there's because, a lot I mean because obviously you know the old Brexit thing and, yeah yeah and like and you know and also I just think like it just doesn't quite work as sort of easily as it did at least, at least it doesn't seem like it does anyway petrol price is a big one as well though yeah that's it isn't it yeah it's, it's just, uh, like, I mean like, getting travel's mad like, getting like van bands, rentals like van mad, rentals you know everything I mean? like, but like when we used to try and get bands uh, from the mainland to the UK and it was like the Americans just, you know, it would they would need the big, big money, um, yeah. and just just anyone coming across because it was just that much more. Mm. Um, you go to Germany and it's like just massive guarantees, all within small areas. Yeah, um, like like properly look after you, you know. Oh Jesus, yeah. You end up, yeah, you know, like I've you know I've still got I've still got mates that I talk to like semi regularly, you know, like mm. who I met during those times. You know, you just had like really nice times, you know, just like sitting up shooting the shit and. You know, like yeah, just like sort of carrying on and whatever. It was yeah, it was it was, it was, a, it was a cool thing to do. Like I don't, you know, again, like I don't, you know, I don't think I could. I but you're in. Like, you're I, still in a band though. Thank, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got just one band. Uh, two, two at the moment. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So it's like I've got, I've got. So after all of that, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah. But I think why well, it's also that thing when you get to this stage as well, and you've got that perspective you go into it knowing that, or even saying that you're going to do it differently. It's like, this isn't going to be the, you know, like that thing of when you're in your twenties, you accept every gig. It's like, you kind of say yes before you've asked everyone else because yeah. you know that they'll be cool with it. And it can be anywhere. It can be anytime going into a something else. Now I'd be like, right, just so it's said, I ain't doing shit on a weekday. Uh, right. just, it would be like a whole roster of like, you've got to give me X, X weeks notice. And right. I guess, for yourself thank is that kind of what you're thinking or is it so just like footloose to be fair like so freddie who sorts most of the well sorts basically like he's like he plays like the like the band dad in, okay. in that band like it's just like really organized so yeah. like which to be honest suits me down to the ground because obviously with my work like i can take off as much time as i want yeah but it can't be like suddenly like next wednesday i'm not able to work you know what i mean because it's, yeah. it's not really fair like you know if i've got people because like, i've got a bit of a waiting list now so it's like i can't really have people having their appointment cancelled for me to then be like but i can see you in like six months time and then like you know what i mean it's just <laughs> yeah. like i just can't really do that but because freddie's so organized we've pretty much figured out what we're going to be doing for like the next six months okay already and it's just like it's all sort of set and ready you and everyone's to like, like of, taking uh, their time you, off and stuff but you and seem to be getting a bit of a profile around you so it's sort of i guess when you get to the profile stage and you don't have to kind of scrap and grab at whatever gigs you get offered at, uh, yeah i mean like like to be fair to them as well like you know they put a lot of work in you know because I've, I've only been doing that since like november now okay yeah yeah like they had again like they had another drummer yeah. who, who like couldn't do it anymore um and then like so because we had i was doing cattle with lewis who's in thank and then that split up at the beginning of uh 
I think it was like second lockdown maybe mm. um, so he knew that I was at a bit of a loose end and then like they were just like oh shit like now we've not got a drummer and then yeah. he was like right well that's pretty easy because I, I was still sulking that <laughs> the, the, like my main band had sort of seriously it's like them, seeing the pictures of you it's you're, you look to be just the sickest of drummers oh it's, give uh, keep, nah, it's, keep it's one, saying it please it's one of them it's, you know, but you know what there's like there's handfuls of people where it's like yeah I'd do a band with that dude I'd do it's like you're the guy that if I was running a like a perfect roster of a, a local band I'm having him on drums I'm having them on guitar you know Make what I mean it's like, go stop it oh, stop it but it's, there's, there's just some people because you've been in the game for a minute now yeah, I guess. I mean, like, I think. I mean, I'm 37. Well, I was 37 last Thursday, and I think Happy like. Thursday. Thank you very much. Um, and like, I think I, I think I played like my first gig that wasn't something to do with a school, like when I was like 15 or 16 or something. Yeah. And then like, yeah, that's sort of been it, really. Like, it's always like, been like the sort I of. Theme. I don't really know what to do without it. You know what I mean? Like, I've, you know, I've had like little periods where I've been like, all right, you know, I need to concentrate on other stuff, and it'll be like, it'll be like two months, and I'll just be like, just like feel like one of my limbs is missing. It's just like, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just you know, like as, the release. Yeah, I think you know, especially just as like, you know, because I've I've got a very long attention span and stuff, you know. So like going and sitting in a pub, like even, even when I did drink, like didn't. I didn't find it that interesting, you know what yeah, I mean? So yeah, like, yeah. you know, being, having something to go and look at or something to go and do for 20 minutes and then like, you know, like, and then sort of, you know, you kind of got the excitement of that to then chat about afterwards and whatever. It's just like, I feel like, yeah, like kind of doing music stuff's just like really in, integral to me being able to have like a kind of meaningful social life, you know what I mean? I'm kind of connecting the dot between that ethic and the lack of sort of 4-4 four, four and straight right. down the line music that you've been doing right yeah it's always seemed like pretty fucking irreverent noisy kind of fringe type stuff right yeah 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 no I'd get, like yeah like I, I think you're right like i just i don't know like i've always just sort of enjoyed not doing exactly what you're expected to do i mean like yeah. like, like don't get me wrong you know i'd, I'd love a bit of far far <laughs> but it's sort of my far far where it's probably okay. not quite far far or like it's just a bit bit wrong yeah but like i don't know like I, you know it's yeah it's pretty, what's, like, what's the other band then oh so that's like a dead new thing so that's just me and um it's a uh, my mate danny plays in have you seen that band called june but it's spelled like dvne no they're like this like they're, oh, they're like okay, based sorry, yeah. in edinburgh and they're like it's like sort of prog metal-y stuff but oh, so cool. so he, he was like he was originally from Leeds and then he moved up to Scotland mm. like I think for university he's like he's like one or two years older than me and then he's just like he's still doing that band and they they like tour like a bunch and they're doing all sorts of mad stuff um, but yeah like we're, we're just like doing a little sort of two what's, piece what's um, the other band he's in? Uh, so, so that's that's June oh he's, sorry he's June band, yeah. yeah and then um, and then the band that we're doing together it's called Grubnap it's just sort of like <laughs> kind of two-piece sort of like sludgy kind of just like both of us doing vocals just like baritone guitar and drums okay They're like kind of like i guess sort of like meth drinkery kind of like maybe like a bit sort of love sex machine if you know them lot like just no. sort of weird that's it's like it's fun like we we haven't done irreverent what, noise you might say yeah <laughs> yeah lovely irreverent, irreverent noise like but yeah we've just like recorded like a little ep and stuff and we're just like finishing all that off oh cool like oh i should be getting the masters back like this week so i don't it's one of those things where like like both of us are really busy so it's kind of just 
We're it's just sort thing. of doing it like as and when we Yeah, can. and as I said, it's one of them things where you, you, when you get to this stage, you're about doing the bands that sort of suit your lifestyle rather than yeah. fitting your lifestyle around the band. Yeah, that's it. And it's just, you yeah. know, like, like, you know, and I think especially because he's like, he's got his own sort of, I think it's like a sort of web development company that is he's, he's like, like that's that's his thing that he does yeah, like, yeah. like solo, but he's like dead good at it. Um, and then obviously like just, yeah, like, like tattooing, if you let it, will just like swallow your entire life up. So like, <laughs> You know, like, yeah, like, but like, it, it works. It works pretty well doing things on that sort of casual basis now. Yeah. Really, like, I mean, the only thing is, like, I haven't, I haven't actually managed to play drums like for the last couple of weeks. But I've, I've been away quite a lot as well. So, like, yeah, yeah, you got to. I'll, wait I'll, to I'll figure it out. Barcelona this past weekend was it? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, it was uh, Madrid. Like, we went to like. But we were supposed to be off to go see um, Rage Against the Machine. Like, play oh, this, but then uh, they this festival, the, and then yeah. Zach Delarosa had a gammy leg, I think. Yeah, and yeah. And then they like. Cancelled the entire thing, and then and then the festival itself got cancelled. Oh sure. But like we couldn't get a return on the flights and the hotel and stuff, so we just like we were just like all right, let's go there. It was nice. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was weird. I've never really like done the, the whole like touristy thing before. You know, like. Do you know what? Whenever it, I, I've all my holidays have always been tours and things. So it's like yeah, yeah it's what when I when I get to. I like to embrace being a shit tourist. Yeah, it's a it's a real. Whenever I go to get to go to London and I'm just not in rushing to a band type thing, like whenever I've gone there, it was like, oh, I'm gonna see the sights, walk around, like be a tourist because I've never been a fucking tourist in these like in life. It yeah. feels like it's That's a nice it. thing to switch off and do. Well, because like I think like touring sick and stuff, but I mean it's like it's really good in a sort of social aspect and you know like you definitely learn a lot more about people than i think you would do if you were just wandering around looking at like big old buildings and stuff but yeah. you know like unless you've really got your drives short you're probably not going to get much time to actually go and look at anything and like yeah, you know yeah. like there's yeah that like, I've, I've, I've been to madrid a few times over the years but like never really <laughs> looked around it so like yeah like this time we just like tried to smash out as much of that as we could do over the weekend it was dead nice, nice. like yeah it was Really sunny as well, which was like, definitely not, <laughs> not, not what you need that. when you're coming back to this. <laughs> oh, man, it was like it was shitting it down when we got back to Manchester. Oh, it was just like couldn't, couldn't believe it. And then oh, we had like a load of uh, shit. We'd done that meet and greet thing, you know, with the parking. Um, no. It's like this thing where you like somebody comes and takes your car away, basically. Okay. But like, we didn't really think about it, but like when we got back, like we like called the guys to be like, right, yeah, bring the car back, and they were just like, oh yeah, we'll be there in like half an hour. We were just like, oh, all right. Went on the Facebook page, and it was literally just like post after post of people just being like, this company's a scam. They joyride. Oh they, shit. They joyride my car around Manchester and like. Oh, like, oh so you, you kind of like essentially kind of hire it out to them in some yeah. sort of way. It's or? like they they basically come and take your car and put it in a in a parking place. Sound, it's, it's making me say, think of that scene in Ferris Bueller when they yeah you know, that film it's just like a really just... bad idea like but we didn't like, it just looked official so like uh, we got the car back it wasn't a problem but we yeah, literally yeah. just stood there in the rain just like <laughs> I, it's not a cool thing when you kind of car. yeah it's not <laughs> a cool thing like... when you look at your, their Facebook and it's like oh okay shit oh mate we were like we were babbing it, it for about half like, an hour yeah yeah there was like yeah there's this one guy who was saying like oh yeah like I left my I left my uh, my dash cam on. And like they were like doing donuts around McDonald's car park, <laughs> and like I come back and all my CDs have been robbed, and like I don't know if any of that were true, but it was yeah, just like, yeah. But yeah. So I don't know what I was on about that. Oh um, shit! Uh, but yeah, Chunk, when did you end up there then? Oh, so bloody, hell, I'm like I'm so bad with years, but like so we had it 
for six. Was, it was like we had it for six years total, and we lost it two years ago. It, it was it was in the city centre. They moved to Meanwood Road, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was on like Sharon Street, which is like you know that big building at the bottom of town with the space needle thing on, on yeah, the top yeah, of it. Yeah. It was like behind there. Um, but we were only there for a year, and then it was on Meanwood Road for like five, five or six years. Mm. It was six. I feel like it was six. Quite a long time. We had it for quite a long time. But um, I think I went there twice, but I don't remember it just because it, I think it's one of them things, like you say about the whole drinking thing, that like that whole phase of my life just feels like a lot of blank for the yeah, sake of yeah, no, just and it, I think also that thing of um, there was so much repetition to like as I say going back to the Fenton playing the gigs and the well and whatever yeah, it would be yeah. it, it all sort of started to blur into one yeah um, I'd, I'd definitely been to I remember it being quite rabbit warreny yeah um, yeah so there was like there was the kind of venue bit upstairs and then there were like three practice rooms on the top and a big storage room and then like three underneath mm. to be fair like it was it was a good building and stuff it was just like yeah it just it just didn't last the uh the lockdowns like there was just like, oh, okay. like just couldn't we couldn't do it like we wouldn't like they didn't really give us any breathing room with the rent and stuff and it was mm. just like you know so so many of the people that were like members there were like on zero hour contracts and shit like that and it's just like you know like it was like i think the, the the sort of membership which was essentially the rent for the building was like like 40 odd quid a month it's like quite a lot of money if you don't know what's coming in so it's yeah, just like yeah like you know we sort of tried to you know reason with the landlords but like they just weren't having it at all yeah, and like sure. yeah like just you know and also at the time that we were supposed to be resigning for it you know like it was just after all the lockdown stuff had happened it was just like we didn't know if we were going to be like in yeah. it for six months or a year or two years or whatever you know so then it's yeah. just like when you're looking at you know a grand and a half a month like building rent and you're just there just being like you literally can't use it at all like i think like i think during that first lockdown i'd like occasionally sneak down and play drums by myself when i when i, when I knew no one was going to be there and like, yeah. i literally didn't even see anyone trying trying to go for like the first sort of the first couple of lockdowns anyway like, i mean I'd, yeah. i shouldn't have been going anyway but um <laughs> but also like you know, I was just like, well, no, I was, know. I was super like paranoid that first. I think just for the first two weeks, I was like super like I'm going anywhere, I'm doing anything, I'm yeah. just being the good boy for once. But yeah, uh, yeah it was it. wild fucking time. But you were when you tattooing already by uh, when lockdown came around. Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, I think I'd been going for about six months. Okay, and it was just like because I've been trying to get into it for years, like. And you know, like just yeah, just things haven't quite landed. So wait, let's just rewind on it. So, what were you doing? Where were you working at before you went into the tattooing? Then oh, so I was working freelance doing illustration. Like, main what were the the long hours that you were sort of talking about? Just the six in the morning type shit. Oh yeah, so that like I was I was working like that when I was working freelance basically. Oh like, okay. So, yeah, just I was just like deadlines. I, yeah, I was just I was just doing. I mean, I think like just because I didn't have any, you know, like nothing really revolved around anybody if, else's schedule if you don't have you know a routine I mean? you just do it when you do it and if you just yeah. find that you do it at night then you do it at night I yeah guess. that were it like I'd look, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd like wake up at like four in the afternoon and then like work till like seven eight in the morning and yeah. just sort of like well, i guess yeah, the, if the that. flow takes you then you've just got to go with it you know, like to be fair as well it was a bit better doing that sort of stuff during the night as well because you know like basically from about 10 o'clock till seven o'clock in the morning like no one's texting you yeah or yeah. messaging you on facebook or whatever <laughs> or like you know like popping around yeah. it's just like you actually get unadulterated you know seven eight hours where you can just sit and get 
shit done, you know what I mean? So I think, okay, I think so that's why like, I just sort you were legit, like, I'm an illustrator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I did that for, like, for like three years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was good. Even, it was, how do you even do that? I don't know. It was just you know like, what I, mean? I just it's like, fell I know it's into it. It sounds like the like, dumbest of questions, but it's like, just of just that thing, the fundamentals of like, I want to draw for a living. How, how, how do you find work? How do you price it? How do you make it so that it's a regular enough thing so that you can make ends meet? Well, I mean, like, I, I mean, I barely made ends meet, but like, <laughs> but I think it was, it was just one of those things. I think because because I've always been like playing in bands and whatever, or like doing sound mm -hmm. as well, or, or have been doing oh, so up, like, 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 well, like, well, I mean, up to a point I did, but like, so like after. Yeah, because I stopped doing sound after the cockpit closed down, because I was working there for a bit after okay. um, after the well. Um, and, like, I worked for the Leeds Tattoo Convention for a couple of years okay. um, for my girlfriend's ex-boss. But then, like, bas like, basically after that, I think because I'd sort of been around, you know, like, playing in bands and doing sound and stuff, it's just, like, I just knew just enough people to, like, have enough yeah. coming through, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so, like, yeah. I did actually manage to, like, yeah, like I'd always have at least a couple of pro projects, you know, coming forward, and like it was like the pricing and stuff was like really hard because like obviously coming from a proper like DIY background, like you know, like you don't want to. Well, you can't like you know, like, I'm not you know, I'm not charging some, I'm not charging punk band like you know, <laughs> yeah. you know it, it even felt like tight asking them for 150 quid for a t-shirt, you know what I mean? Like yeah, it didn't yeah. feel right to me ever. Like, but on the other hand, the sort of stuff I were doing, it were like taking me 60, 70 hours to draw it, so it were, like. I had to work a lot for like not a lot, but I did get to just draw for a living. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Which, you know, like, I think a lot of people would it's, really it's would would really love that. You know what I mean? It's the absolute like, dream. I was, you know, I really consider that like you know I was dead lucky to be able to do that. But it was it was literally just because I'd just been sort of knocking around for ages. You know what I mean? I was just like <laughs> yeah. I was just sort of there and like you know. Like, Sometimes that's all it takes. Yeah. Is just being the guy that people know and they can yeah. do the thing because I. I'd, when I was looking, I think when I first got to know you and I was looking through like your profile, obviously, and just recognizing a lot of the work that I'd seen over the years, and oh, right, some yeah. of the older flyers as well. And it was, I think, connecting all of those dots as to realizing just how like longer and more and, and also the how integral, I guess, you were. As I say, oh, like the whole the people that kind of make this scene tick over are like the it's it's the bit players that no one really knows of and it's the people that are willing to like step up and do a flyer do a t-shirt design do an, a record inlay yeah it's that thing of like you know it's it's the unknown casts of fucking thousands that make all of this stuff tick over and you kind of you see the bands as the the end result but you yeah. don't know about like the promoter the sound guy as you say, the the people that work the venues that ensure we got the, the fresh mics. Yeah, it's yeah. It's like it's the total everything. Yeah, it's literally, it's literally everyone from like you know the person like scrubbing the toilets to like yeah. you know the the you know like the people that are even just going to the gigs. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like none of it. You know, I think I think that's the sort of the beauty and the difficult thing with the DIY music scene is it's just like you know it's this incredibly intricate web of people doing various things that don't always like mess. that don't always like you know work with each other yeah, and it's just yeah. like in order for the thing to survive and thrive and to be good it needs all these things to sort of be in place and it's incredibly fragile but yeah it's like when it's you know like when it's on it's like really sick and like, it's, it's been know, great that's, that, that's yeah talking it. on that because it's like um i guess the lead six diy scene particularly because you had like the sort of the i guess I guess similar to what uh, Thank are doing, the sort of the, I don't know how you'd describe it, but the sort of the, 
cops and robbers esque yeah, noise yeah. project kind of things, that type of thing. And then there were like obviously the hardcore scene, the the cross punk scene, the the noise extreme metal stuff that Paulie P was representing. Yeah, yeah. And it was for a while it, they all did seem to kind of spill over yeah. in the early 2000s quite a lot of elbows getting bumped do you know what I mean like, yeah, it was like yeah, not yeah. necessarily everybody would go to everything but yeah. it's just sort of like you know there'd be someone that like you know plays bass in like you know a crusty doom band who is also like you know like I don't know does the kind of selfish table of noise acts like a yeah, yeah, but then also or just whatever, like, and it's just but like, but then you'd yeah, have those like work. incredible mixed bills as well, and just the, every once in a while you would get that like say an all day where it would touch all of the bases, yeah, just because yeah. a promoter was trying to kind of consciously make it as diverse as possible. Yeah. But you had that ability in in this area because there were so many people that were doing all of those things. But I think it was that that DIY glue that allowed them to bump elbows because yeah. it was. If, if you didn't have the awareness that everyone was doing it in the same kind of style, mm. you'd just been like, oh, go fuck yourself with your cross nonsense. They're going to be like, yeah. they're going to be... Well, they wouldn't know. be like that because it would be like, you know, it would be their best mate's best mate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so then yeah. it's just like, oh, you know, like, all right, we'll actually give it a go. You know, I've, you know, I think that, I think, you know, that whole thing sort of does kind of go in peaks and troughs. You know, you get times where it's like, right, everybody in together and then it all sort of gets, almost gets too big and then sort of fractures and... Yeah. You know, turns into smaller scenes again and then kind of like it's a bit like the herky kirky, isn't it? It just sort of <laughs> do it kind of does that like every five years or so, you know, like I'd like to say I can see it now, but I'm just I'm so fucking detached from oh, I'm trying to get back into the like just awareness as to what's happening, get mm. some more gigs and stuff. This it feels like there's a definite like resurgence of the, the crust punk stuff in Yorkshire, definitely yeah. at the moment. The past couple of years and this year in particular feels it's really kind of building to something yeah there's loads of good like punk bands kicking around but also the spaces like there's i keep hearing about new spots that are kicking off yeah um, even like older spots that I'd, I'd no idea about um what's that luggle in sheffield yeah um, yeah I, I had no idea that they were it was a thing previously and it's been a sort of rejuvenated recently that yeah there's yeah i think like, like the luggle too is like now officially you know, it's like officially moving and, and going, which is sick. Cause like, I only ever played at the old one once, but it was well good. Like, yeah. I think like stuff over in Chef is like really sick. And I think, you know, it's a bit of a crying shame that people in Leeds, or like a lot of people in Leeds don't often bother making the trip over there. Cause it's like, it's so yeah. close. But it's the and, like, and, and there's, it's and there's like, so much good shit going on there. There but, is, but it's that thing of like, there's so much going on in Leeds that you just don't, Yeah, it, no one's asked about going anywhere. That's Even it, like yeah. Manchester, it's, it's Leeds is Leeds. It's yeah, it's a strange it, one, yeah. but yeah, it would be nicer if it was. But I think things like um, as these scenes, I guess, are kind of coming back into the mix. I'm seeing a lot more people saying, "I'm driving to this. Who wants to go?" Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, I guess things like that. Can yeah, kind people of help seem to be bouncing over a bit more, and like you know, I feel like you know, there's more. You know, I think like people are making a conscious effort to like try and book bands from you know sort of closer local cities because you know, like, I think. A lot of things it'll be like, all oh, right, here's a band from London, here's a band from Glasgow, you know, like here's a band yeah. from Brighton or whatever. But it's just like, well, yeah, but there's also a very sick band that's like, you know, twenty yeah. minutes drive away that no, yeah, I was... that might as well be six hours drive away because no one ever travels in between the two. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. Well, it's, it's uh, interestingly, um, and connecting the dots between uh, you and Northern Monk, because you did the you did a few designs for them, didn't you? Yeah, that was uh, dark like, and wild. Like, like yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, they I did like their festival T-shirt for a few years on the trot. Yeah, the dark um, and wild you'd done. I remember that. Yeah. But I just uh, just connected to that. I'd 
I was speaking with uh, Callant Northmonk recently about like helping him out with bands for this year's um, Dark and Wild Fest. All right, yeah. And yeah. it was, as you say, it's all about like finding. My mind immediately fell on who are the big hitters of the sort of the doom type shit in the UK and seeing yeah. if we could bring a bigger act from, say, London or further out. Yeah. But then it was that thing of who's local, who's doing this stuff at the moment. Yeah, and they were like, yeah. there was a lot of stuff. And it was yeah. really eye opening just to see how many fucking sick bands there are at the moment. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, because like, we're in this sort of weird. We're in this sort of weird kind of no man's. Well, not no man's land because there's loads, loads of stuff going on, but. I feel like, you know, at least from, from where I'm sort of sat, it feels like things haven't quite caught up to the kind of velocity that they were at before all the, you know, before all the stuff happened. Yeah. Um, you know, like, and it's just, you know, like, it, you know, it is gradually coming back. You know, like like you said, there are a couple of new spots sort of turning up. There's, like, new one in Armley that's, like, looking really sick. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've, I've only sort of caught half a gig down there, but it's, you know, like, it's, it's going to be boss, that place. And like you know, obviously like you know, sort of Wharf's still well sick, and like you know, stuff going on at Boom and whatever, you know, which is great. Um, but yeah, like I, you know, like it doesn't feel like it's with quite this, like you know, it, it doesn't seem as regular as it was. Like I, like, I swear, yeah. like you know, five years ago, it was like any night of the week there'd be three gigs that you'd sort of want to go to. Yeah, and you'd sort of have to choose between them. <laughs> And like, I mean, maybe that was too much as well, like the other way. But you know, it, it like it certainly kind of feels to me at the moment, like you know, there's only sort of a handful of things on a month. You know, still. I think there's there's Is obviously it, there's been a lot of drop off of people like the bands that didn't make it through the lockdown. I guess a lot yeah, of people that probably so just cut their losses yeah. and was like, well, I'm just gonna. I mean, me personally, I kind of turned my back on the bar scene and just went to the office world. Um, yeah, because yeah. it was. The bad, you know, nobody knew what was going to happen. Too unreliable, eh? Yeah, like, and I'm it, in my forties you know, like, now, so I got to think about paying the bills, and it's yeah. like I can't be. Well, uh, yeah, so I kind of had to run back to the reliance of an office job. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a knobhead, but whatever. But uh, oh, yeah, I can't but help you, but feel that a lot of people probably do, sacked off their bands and their sort of hobby aspects of things because it just it wasn't fucking viable for two years. Well, yeah, because you don't, you know, like no, no knew what they were going to be allowed to do you know what I mean like yeah. you know I you know, I still know people now who are nervous about going to oh, gigs yeah, and whatever yeah. you know like you know like you know there's there's this sort of weird thing now where if a gig's sold out like mm. people who bought tickets will not go because it's sold out you know what I mean okay. like, like I've, I've noticed that a couple of times like you know sold out shows yeah I mean, and I, like and, and you'll go and it'll be like half ah, full and it's just like oh shit yeah it's because <laughs> you know there's still this sort of like you know, that like, fucking fly is annoying me <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break to kill a fly. <laughs> just like caught me by surprise. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, but I yeah, think. Uh, it's no, I want him. Um, <laughs> it's. I think that thing of everyone's kind of got to return to it at their own pace. Yeah. And absolutely. I know a lot of people that have, like, you know, were a lot more affected by it. I was kind of mm. potentially in the middle, I guess, of it was sort of following the rules, but then I guess uh, I live a very isolated life, so I, mm. I was thankful to not have to make a lot of those decisions but like yeah. a lot of people with different lives having to make those decisions not yeah. so much if they're living with or they see their uh, grandparents regularly yeah yeah that becomes it, yeah. a thing it's um i was working with uh, working with a lad who was in that situation mm. so he was living incredibly differently to maybe even how he'd want to you know yeah. but it's it's the decisions you've got to make i guess but, yeah but fuck all that shit that was uh, depressing nonsense yeah. um how did you get into drawing then because you didn't do it at uh, uni that was sound no no i didn't do it at uni at all. well I, like i always really liked it when i were like when i were really little but i think i just sort of got 
I think, you know, there's definitely like a, a thing that I don't think is quite as common now, but when I were a kid, you know, it was like, you know, like, I, you know, I wanted to do, like, I can remember the first thing I remember wanting to do was I wanted to do like animation stuff. And okay. I can just remember like, my folks just sort of being like, that's not a real job, you can't <laughs> do that. Like, that'll be really boring, blah, blah, and all the rest of it. And sort of talked me out of it. And I always like doodled and stuff like, you know, when I was like younger, but I only really started drawing a lot, like when we took on the Royal Park and I was just like, like we need posters, you know what I mean? Yeah, like at yeah. first I was just sort of like, like so I'll, I'll have to see if I can dig out some of the early Royal Park <laughs> posters because they are fucking so bad. Do it. They're like so embarrassing. So I, like, I, do you know what? I, I, I started posting some uh, old stuff to Instagram recently. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, I clocked that. Yeah, it was cool. Like, I, I remember a lot of those gigs, actually. I was but some like, of them yeah. posters, though, it's like there was, I, I won't even, but like, yeah, they're just fucking, as you say, it's just fucking bad. It's just like people like, you know, like, because I, like, I did it as well. It'd be like, you know, making posters on Publisher, like, you're yeah. like, cutting out band names you know like with with the background of the like you know like of the well, my, cd that they put together I've or whatever just like just by there. It's, uh, it together like i've got like um my first all the shit i did early doors was all literally cut and paste because i didn't have like i had a, I had a, a photoshop or anything eh? like, no I, like, I had like a, the photocopier at the top of the road and yeah. i would just literally just create like a thing then reduce that down create like a template with four of those things yeah, yeah. and then there was that was the master template and you're and away like but smash it together yeah. yeah and then you sneak it into an office and try and copy as many as possible oh, but um, I'd, I'd like, all them days I, I used to fucking love doing all that stuff yeah that were it like, like I, I used to do loads of shit just on photo bucket I'd like this really yeah. poor like photo editor you've been getting those emails was, then saying they're gonna delete your account for like seven years <laughs> I, it was just like, just for a solid two year period, every week it was a new photo bucket email where we're going to delete fuck your account. Hell, yeah, like, there we go again. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, yeah. But yeah, and then like, so like after a while, I was just like smashing stuff together and hoping for the best. I was just like, oh, actually, maybe I should like try and draw some stuff. And yeah. then like just sort of gradually over time, just sort of, you know, kind of got my head around it a little bit better. But yeah. I was just sort of doing most stuff. Um, had like this uh, like this Wacom tablet thing, so, oh, I'd, so I'd just okay. sort of like yeah. just sort of draw most of the stuff on there. Like it was just like I think I got it off eBay for like thirty quid. What year would that have been like? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, sometime I wanted, in the I, wanted to, I wanted to touch on like because like you you put a lot of your uh, your tattoo designing on uh, your Instagram, and I fucking love seeing all of that come together, but. It's that thing that I've seen in the scene, seen in the scene, um, of um, there's a lot of, obviously with the whole tablet stuff now, yeah. everyone does via tablets, and it just feels like it's opened opened the floodgates to basically so yeah. many more people that wouldn't have had the sort of technical abilities to do it before. Yeah. And it feels like those are the sorts of things, like I've got just down there, I think I've got the same light box that you've got. Oh yeah, yeah. And like I remember when I first discovered the light box, and yeah. it just, cause up until I discovered that, I was just using um, like, uh, like those clip frames, photo clip yeah, frames. Yeah, yeah. I'd buy a like big shining clip, a light. I'd buy a big it, clip yeah. frame from um, uh, Wilkinson, sit with it on my knees, and put right. a lamp underneath. Yeah, yeah. And just do that for tracing oh, with. Man, I, yeah, like I had this really, uh, this like this glass top table that like that. I think like I think I had it in my mum's house, and it was like on the underside of it, it yeah. was just like completely congealed from when I used to be like a, <laughs> like a proper chain smoker and it was just like this horrible like yellow grub all around the, yeah. around the bottom of it and yeah, I used to just like use that instead. 
Well, I could, I couldn't. That would have been amazing for me, but I could only do it for like I think fifteen minutes at a time because oh, it would because right, yeah. it would just overheat and the, the glass was too thin. <laughs> so the glass would get so thin, uh, so thin and heated up. I'd just be like having to stop and. But yeah, it's oh, right. but amazing. no, but that uh, the whack on. Um, I remember them early yeah. doors. So um, it, it was like one of the like. So I think now they're dead fancy. They've got like a screen on and stuff. Or like, I mean, people don't even use them anymore, do they? they just use iPads. I, yeah, but, iPad, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but like this was, it was basically just like a grey rectangle, and you and you had your pen. But like it was mad because on the screen, you couldn't like turn it round. You know what I mean? So like you had to. You had to like, you know, if you wanted to like do something against the arc of your hand, you just had to draw it unnaturally. Yeah. But I think actually that ended up being really useful because it's meant that now when I'm tattooing, it's like, oh, okay, like you can't just pick your customer up and turn around. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it has actually yeah. meant that I can like, I've got a bit more control than I probably would have done. You know, like, like oh, otherwise absolutely. Or yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, I, I was really stupid with that thing anyway because I didn't figure out that you could rotate the canvas on Photoshop for about four years. I think when I was doing <laughs> that, I suddenly found the button one day. I was just like, "It's holy shit! I can like I think move it, it around now." I think like that's that, so. the that's the thing when it's like um, the way we've done. Well, I'm assuming the way we probably approach most things in life, and it's just like smash I'm your head against it until yeah, you, just yeah. just see see how you can do it basically I mean if this is what all this show is this this thing here I, I'll show you sometime how I did that sign and it's like it's an entirely like I figure if I do this then this then this that'll make sense yeah I've yeah, got a pal yeah. who's a sign pa painter like professionally yeah and I could probably like have a conversation with him and just it would be so much easier to just do it with a bit of common sense professional advice but yeah. that thing of like just finding your own way yeah it's we don't even the, think about it though do you no, it's just like alright like, here's, here's, here's the problem yeah. What solution can I manage to like pull out of my hoop, like, and then just yeah, with with what little resources I've got. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? Like, but I think I don't know. Like, there's there's a charm to it, isn't there? And yeah. It's just like, you know, things won't always be good, <laughs> but like, you know, at some point they might be all right. Yeah. And yeah. that's like that's good enough for it's, a lot of people. It's the DIY it? way. Yeah. Just, I think that's what I'm connecting the dots with a lot of the time is that people that have come from that scene that have like say been in the bands they know the DIY music scene but then they're doing other things now mm. that shit follows them yeah it's, for sure yeah. It's, uh, it doesn't matter what it is in life whether it's kitchen work whether it's office work or just anything yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's a definite approach I think it's almost that like you've found that you kind of modelled your way through this before so maybe that's how you try everything now yeah that's it's, it well, like, yeah, because like, I certainly had, like, I think I had about, I had like about a year of just like, it just seemed like everything that I'd tried was just sort of not really getting anywhere or just sort of, you know, like, I, just, I had like some pretty bad luck for about a year and I was just like, fucking hell, like, I spent all these years going off and doing all these things and like none of it had like really, really felt like it sort of amounted to much, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, I, was, I got in a pretty like self-pitying sort of way about it. And then like, when it actually came to sorting out the um, the tattoo shop and stuff, it was just like, as soon as we started, it was just like every single thing that I needed to know how to do, mm. aside from the tattooing bit, but you know, like yeah. just like <laughs> setting up the business and like, you know, doing the fucking decorating and like doing all the web design stuff and making sure that we had all the stuff that we needed, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like all of these things, it was just like, oh shit, I know how to do that. And it was just like, oh, I know how to do that as well. Like I've already yeah. done this, like, you know, like I know how to format a, 
you know a logo design onto a screen printing setup you know what I mean yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, not, yeah. you know it's just like or, you know it was just but like I think it's, it's all of those the minutiae of all of those things that you don't have to pay out is the point yeah. isn't it so suddenly it's just it's like, like a load it's, of little bits that I just yeah. sort of thought was wasted time over the years and I was like you know like sulking about it basically and I was just like oh actually I haven't been wasting my time because I've learned various small seemingly useless tasks that have just like come together to mean that like this whole that whole thing wasn't anywhere near as much of a nightmare as it probably should have been you know? like, <laughs> yeah just because yeah you know like just just been prattling around doing like various silly things for, for years wow, you know, that's, like, that's what life is so when did the, when did Crow the tattoo studio come together then uh, so that were just over three years ago so like um, 2019 yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because yeah, cause we had, I think think we had it. Yeah, because we we signed for it in February, but we had a couple of months for doing the decorating and stuff. Cause it, was, it, yeah. it was a bit fucked when we got in there. Um, yeah, and then we had it for three years, and then we've signed up for the second three year lease, like around like June. And this is with your last. Yeah, yeah, with Tasha, yeah, yeah, Tasha. yeah, and um, uh, Ren, Sally Ren, she's okay. uh, on the internet. Um, yeah, it's just the three of us. Like, yeah, yeah, it's it's really nice. Like, we're just yeah, we're just we're just like it's it's very calm. So how did that come it's about though? Because nice, like, I, like, you know, you were new to the 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 shtick, obviously. Mm. Um, so Tara, I guess, was looking for that, or yeah, well, so Tara like, and Ren, and yeah. So like like Tasha had been working Sorry, for like Tasha. oh no, no sorry. <laughs> like uh, yeah so like she'd been tattooing for what like eight or nine years okay I think oh, I'm so bad I'm so like <laughs> time is just very difficult I, I don't really understand it um, but yeah like yeah she'd been tattooing for for like for, for like yeah sort of nine ten years and then you know it sort of got to the point where it's like all right you know it's, it's, I imagine it's, she it's, was cajoling you to get into it as yeah, well for like just seeing your actual ability it's well I mean because it was I think it was just that like so she you know she wanted to do her own thing um, but then obviously like she had, she had the tattooing down but just didn't really know much of the other stuff and then I had the other stuff down yeah. and didn't know about the tattooing so it was just like right well if you really want to do this and tell you what I'll do the other stuff you teach me to tattoo we'll meet in the middle and we'll okay. just sort of like do like do the thing um, and like yeah I think you know like it worked out pretty well because I think like you know if I'd have wanted to go down the sort of more traditional apprenticeship route like I just I've, I'd never really had the amount of time that you'd need to be able to like you know like just you know go work at a shop for nothing for six to eight months before anyone will even let you look at a machine yeah. if, if at all yeah you yeah. know okay. like and also I think because because I've sort of got my own way of doing stuff like you know, I don't really have that much interest in like learning how to, you know, do like <laughs> realistic lines with blue eyes sleeves or like, yeah, you know, which I'm sure would be like very useful, you know, in some ways. Well, you yeah, know, like, financially, possibly, but yeah, yeah so that's but, a different thing. You know, it's... like, yeah, like, so I think, yeah, I feel, you know, I feel like, but yeah, like really lucky that I, that, that ended up being an option for yeah. me, you know, like, because, like I said, you know, I've been sort of. I mean, like the whole reason that I worked for the convention for a couple of years was sort of, you know, with the, the hope of kind of like, you know, getting into it through that way. But you know, oh, I just sort okay. of didn't, you know, like didn't didn't really work out. So that how long did you want it to, or, or had a curiosity around the tattooing then? Well, I think to be honest, like 
I think like after a couple of years of Tasha doing it, I was just like, oh, actually, shit, that'd be really good. But like, also, I was like, I was really scared. You know what I mean? Like, it was a really yeah. like nerve wracking thing. And I think like, well, you're you know, inducing I was, I was, pain on people. That's a fucking yeah, and you can't fuck it up. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, like, you can't fuck it up. It's a hell of a lot um, of self confidence you got to have. Like, on you know, you got to like, you got to really commit. Yeah. Uh, to doing stuff. So, so like, you know, I think I really liked the idea of it, but you know, it also terrified me quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then it was like, I think what really sort of kind of pushed me over the edge with it was like, um, you know, like after I sort of made the decision to fuck off drinking and stuff. And like, that was really hard, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was really hard to do. It was like a massive part of pretty much every sort of social interaction that I had up to that, you know, from being a teenager up to, up to that point. Yeah. And it wasn't an easy thing to do. But then so like after that, I was just like, well, fucking hell, if I can manage that, then, you know, like stabbing people for a bit during the day, <laughs> like, you know, it's probably not that bad, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it made it a little bit easier anyway. Um, or at least it like took a bit of the edge off, like you know that that, that kind of you know the sort of fear aspect of it. Yes, a bit. yeah, yeah. Um, and like you know, it's still fucking nerve wracking, but you know, it's just like well, no, but you're new to it though, so yeah, you just well, you, it's just like you know, well, it's the same as like playing gigs and stuff. You know, you just gotta you gotta have a bit of a deep breath, have a bit of a word with yourself. Yeah, you know, kind of like shake yourself off. It's just like <laughs> right, okay, and here we are. It's a beautiful and moment when you get thing, to that like, stage when you realise you're not nervous doing gigs and shit. Like yeah, it was, it was. It took a took a few years. I don't I don't mind admitting, but like yeah, uh, yeah. Well, because because it, it's like it's a brutal it's a brutal thing to put yourself through, and it's just like yeah. And when it's good, you know, it, like there's nothing as good as it. I know, and, but and when it's bad, it's like it takes years. It really for it fucks. To be, it, like, but it's really like fucks it. just like you're not good for a long time, unless you know. Oh. Like there's, there's, there's definitely you're not, you're not good a long way past when you think you are. Yeah, you know. What I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Not, but like, like everyone's first gig, there's the people. I don't doubt people played their first gigs and been the bomb. Yeah. Um, but like, fuck me, them first gigs, they're not good. Nah. It's, it's. I. I don't. I don't envy people having to do them. Jesus. I think like one of my first gigs, this was horrible. So like, um, it was like, it's probably about sort of 17. And it was like one that was like, it was at the Cardigan Arms it was. Oh, you were a Leeds lad then? Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. From, um, well, like my first house was behind the Broodmill. Oh, like on Thornville Street, yeah, wow. yeah. So yeah, it was kind of weird, but like, so like the Royal Park were actually that's, right. Yeah, I was, was going to say um, that's like was, uh, was my mum's local. Um, see your fucking we bedroom from there. Yeah, 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 here. yeah. It was mad. Like, but yeah, so like, yeah, like, uh, yeah. One of my first gigs were at the Cardigan Arms, mm. and like, it was still when I had like right long hair, and like, it was literally like within the first song, I sort of threw my hair back like that, breathed in, and I literally just breathed like breathed in at a foot of my own hair. Like and he just went straight down the gullet, and I just like <laughs> instantly vomited, like just so oh, instantly, shit. so instantly. It was just like straight away, and it basically like because all my hair had just sort of collected, sieve like over my chops, and I just sort of it could have just sprayed, yeah, like a kind of like fine mist <laughs> over the entire drum kit, which weren't mine, and like the back of the rest of my band, <laughs> and like sort of no one really noticed. It was kind of weird, and like I've sort of I managed to keep I managed to keep playing, yeah, yeah, and whatever. But then like I had to like go around and like mop up. Oh shit! Yeah. So anyway, yeah, like just to first yeah, gigs, yeah, yeah, just yeah, they're, they're not always <laughs> they're not always the one, are they? Yeah, but no, it's yeah. really really awesome to see that like you and your last like coming together and making this thing work. Yeah, albeit for the sake of. Uh, 
getting through the COVID nonsense because I guess you were doing that for what nine months. Yeah, that was that was some bad timing, really. Because it was just like yeah, it was just like finally, like you know, like because because it was it was like straight away. It was There's just been like, worse time, and I've seen a lot of people that were like setting up businesses just as it dropped. Yeah, yeah, Actually, yeah. Actually, speaking yeah, of um, Theo from uh, Antares. He was. He'd spent years. Um, He's doing his pilots uh, stuff. On that it, was yeah, it. Yes, yeah. he got his pilot's license. Was uh, training to be a pilot, and yeah. then literally was going to start with Jet Two. And uh, I yeah, think it was in brutal, it was in March when he was going to be starting. And yeah, so there's there's definitely uh, you at least had a, a decent run at it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it could have been. It could have definitely been a lot worse. I think, like, yeah, from from I think from my point of view, it was just like, oh, I finally got. The thing that I wanted, and then it was just like, <laughs> no, you haven't, fuck off. But I mean, it was, you know, I, I mean, this is the same for, well, yeah, yeah for, for everybody, you know, yeah. like nobody wanted that to happen. No, I mean, everyone like, had their story. I think yeah. that's, that's one of the. Uh, it's a weird thing to say the nicer elements of COVID, but it's one of the more unifying elements of COVID is that it's everyone sort of shared trauma. Everyone like, got yeah. shat on, and everyone yeah. had their own version of it. And it doesn't matter like what level of it was, because everyone kind of appreciates we all kind of yeah. got shat on. Fucking hell, yeah. Good God, <laughs> what what a weird but, time! But yeah, during the lockdown though, um, it seemed from from looking over your work, it seemed like your kind of your style really evolved into what you're doing now. Yeah, I um, think just because I was just painting like all yes. the time, you know, like so yeah, like I guess going back to what we, you know, like the sort of art chat that we were having, like when I started tattooing, I was just like I very like I made a bit of a decision to just like completely come away from digital stuff i was just okay. i think just because it just like just like it just makes me so angry when it doesn't work properly and i'll just be like <laughs> sat there just being like i was gonna go for the, uh, the high like, road of i don't like the clean lines i don't like the perfectionism i like a bit of raw hand drawn be like no nah, technology go fuck itself oh man honestly it was just like seriously like, I, like, this is why I, 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 used to, I used to just get like i swear like i'd still have hair if it wasn't for <laughs> photoshop like it well, just it do it just does mad shit. It'll just be like you'll use it every day for I a week, and then it'll I, just I use, do I use something. It's just paint. Like, net. Right. Yeah. I, that's all I use. Um, back in the day when I do flyers, when we finally um, graduated from cut and paste to the computers, yeah. it was always Word and Paint. And even to this day, I'll still use like fucking Paint.net. But uh, yeah, I was going to say with this thing, it was I was doing. I started doing this show last year. Yeah. And it was I got the first episode done, and it was like, oh shit, I've done it. It was a thing that I wanted to do. I managed to do it myself. Yeah. And then just all technology bullshit and just how long it took the editing, and yeah. then my technology packed up, and I lost mm. the video editing package, mm. and just all of those the just the bullshits that come along with it. It's just yeah, takes it away from being able to just if this was possible to do in an analog fashion, you know, like away yeah. from the digital, I'd entirely do it. But yeah. it's uh, well, it's just because it's just like just nothing works all the time, does it? Yeah. So it's just like you know you'll you'll kind of be at a position where you think that you've. You know that you've finished with something and then like notice that something's formatted <laughs> wrong or like you know there's just like one big dirty line down the middle of it yeah. that's just like come from nowhere 10 out you know 10 saves ago <laughs> and there's just like you've got to sit and sort it you know what i mean so like well, yeah like, I, yeah I, I was just like i think like i you know like, I, I really enjoy drawing however but you know like, when it's you know like just in a pad or like on some paper or whatever yeah. like i find it like I can literally just like I'll start and then six hours will go by and I'll have forgotten to eat. Yeah. And it's just like I've done loads and it's like really like I find it like really relaxing. Whereas like on the computer, it'd just be like I'd sort of just get into the swing of it and then you know it'd do something and then yeah. I'd just be like a 
ball of molten rage. Do you not get like the hand cramp, or is that something you just elevate through when you're a professional? Because my oh. hands were not good when I when I do a lot of the sort of the illustrative stuff. Yeah. After however many hours or whatever, it would. Yeah, I'd have to go at it and take like a fifteen-minute break every once in a while. Oh yeah. Or is that just me? Yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty normal. Like, I mean, I like, I guess, I think just because I did, like, I you know, I always had a bit of the habit of just sort of getting lost in what I'm doing. So mm. like, I didn't. I I think I just sort you just sort of get used to it a little okay. bit after a while. It's yeah, just like, yeah. I mean, you know, I guess like, the I've, muscles will strengthen as well. It's yeah. I, I only I guess, ever did yeah. it. It was like occasional things here and there. Yeah. Um, but it's I guess if you're doing it on the daily, then it's it's a it's a muscle that will build. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's just like yeah, just you kind of just get used to it. I mean, like I still get like, still get like uh, like from the machines and stuff like like my hands ah, get a bit okay. get a bit jammed. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, you know, I haven't had any massive issues with that mm. so far. But yeah, I think um, with the, the style progression, though, and, uh, it seemed it was, as you say, the painting, but it was the the move away from uh, the sort of the dot style shading and into that, like, the brush, the I guess the um, Indian paint or... Yeah, yeah, it's just like spit shading on watercolour paper. And yeah, I, like, and I should say, like, I'm a total, like, tattoo outsider, so I'm not, like, I don't know styles and things and I don't know... I I no I basically know nothing about the whole thing, but like seeing that like seeing your picks come together and that like that shaded element really feels like you've kind of taken ownership of almost like that's if I saw something and it was that style, but then it had that like shaded element to it. It's like oh yeah, that's Miles. Right. Yeah. Was that some, but was that something you saw consciously come in that you, you consciously preferred that over the dots? Style yeah. of shading, or I f like I was only ever really doing the dots just because I didn't know how to do the more like because I guess like the sort of stuff that I'm doing now it's like sort of traditional techniques but through a kind of like cartoon network sort of lens, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And like I just I just didn't know how to do it before. Like I you know I didn't really know how to paint flash properly. So or it's just learning the thing. And like I just yeah I was just like right I need to figure out how to do that okay. and then just like figure that out and I was just like as soon as that happened I was just like right dots can like, <laughs> I, I mean like some people do amazing work with dot works and whatever but like you know it's just not really yeah for the sort of thing that you know I was sort of aiming towards and like yeah it just sort of happened that I guess just because we had months of just sitting around so I was just like right I'm just going to sit and paint until I've got my yeah. head around that you know what I mean and yeah, just sort yeah. of like went off and I'm, to be honest like I think like actually having that break away from being at the shop was probably actually you know in retrospect was actually a, a good thing in some ways, you know, like because I just yeah. really focused on trying to figure out what it was that I actually wanted to do, you know, and like how to sort of well, how yeah, to I mean, approach it, you know. What I mean, if that's like, if that's where that style kind of came in, I mean, you can argue that like it probably would have you'd have arrived there eventually, but yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, there's definitely you know there's definitely like you know I've got like there's a bunch of tattoos who are like I really really like, um, and like you know I feel like I sort of borrow elements from like a lot of different sources you know what I mean okay. so like how would you describe your style then I don't really know I mean it's <laughs> like I'd, yeah I mean it's just so it's all black there's no colour in what you do yeah so I mean yeah I mean I guess it's just like it's like really loosely like traditional but it's not traditional at all because it's just whatever silly nonsense I, put I was gonna in. say it's got like, like it's all um, almost when I see the eyes in your work it almost feels uh, kind of Japanese, Chinese, um, e Eastern type terror, right? Like the, it's you know like that. I guess that um, 
I'd seen before a definition of the difference between terror and horror. Right. And horror is like when you get scared, and terror is when you kind of you don't know what it is that's going to fuck with you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it, there's yeah. almost there's something about the eyes that you're drawing that kind of spring to mind like sort of just some sort of eastern terror. Almost. Right. There's there's a, a maniacalness to just how lacking of focus or right. clarity they are. <laughs> but then but then the, the, the work overall, it's got a very, like, go, go back to that work, word again, irreverent. It's very, very silly. Um, yeah. Squiggly. Squiggly is a word I'd associate with your work. Yeah. Um, yeah. Squiggly, silly, terror. It's, that's exactly it. You nailed it. There we yeah. go. No, yeah, it's just like, I, I think, you know, like, again, like, I'm, you know, I'm just really into... You know, I mean, there's there's loads of tattooers that I really like. There's loads of illustrators that I really like. You know, from sort of back in my day doing that, and then, you know, like I've always like, you know, like, I was just like really into like, you know, Cartoon Network stuff when I was a kid, and just yeah. like, you know, like just yeah, like just like really sort of wacky like nineties gross distorted limbs and like the the, the yeah. nose elements of your work seems and, to be very exaggerated and sort of flowy and. And like yeah, like and all that sort of like nineteen thirties like Fleischer animation stuff, you know, like okay, like uh, yeah, like all that sort of like rubber hose stuff. Um, I don't know that. You, you definitely know it if you saw it. It was just like yeah, oh, just like like like, like like the old sort. <laughs> yeah, sort of like around that kind of time, like so like yeah, all that sort of yeah. nineteen, like, yeah, like the really old like black and white stuff where like 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 all, I, all, all the cartoons I were like visualize four yeah, kids, yeah, yeah. but like they were just like weird. Like, like, re like, really, like, bad trip, like, kind of just like this really sort of like, you know, like, and all the characters would be like smoking loads and like, yeah, like gambling and carrying on and like, yeah, you know, yeah. it was just like really, like, really trippy. And it was, it was sort of before I think people had figured out like what was appropriate for children or not. <laughs> and it was just like, yeah, like, and then, you know, I guess like in more sort of recent times, you know, like stuff like Adventure Time and whatever, I really like, and I was like really into like, video games as a kid you know like, mm. uh, like I was like well into like Nintendo stuff when I was like younger and like I feel like all these little bits and pieces are just sort of kind of smashed together in this sort of like weird yeah you know I'm having fun I was <laughs> like, I'm just, yeah like, so I guess because a lot of your work is it all well is all of your work the you're not taking people coming off the street and saying I want this your work is your work yeah I think I'm like I'm, I'm dead lucky with that it's just okay I think pretty much everything I do now, it's just I'll. Well, I mean, I still do custom stuff, but it's sort of under the proviso that it's going to be, you know, like your style, yeah, something that you've they've commissioned you to come up with. It's just like you know, like so if it's, you know if somebody asked me for like a, a full color portrait, I'd love to be able to do it, but I just like <laughs> wouldn't be able to do it. Like I just, yeah, I just yeah. my brain don't work like that. Um, but yeah, like like m most of the stuff that I'm doing now, I'll just sort of do a painting and put it on the internet. And just be like, this is available if you want it and then you know sometimes people take them sometimes people don't yeah yeah it um, seems to be working but, though because yeah. you, you put up uh, just today that you'd had uh, a day of work that had fallen through oh yeah and literally like it seemed like half an hour later you'd, you'd been snapped up already yeah that was really lucky yeah, yeah. well I mean, you say lucky but yeah. you know it's just well you know like I think what's that it's one of them bullshit sayings but it's kind of true of uh, luck is where uh, opportunity meets Experience, I think it is. Right. Yeah. So, like, it's yeah. It's I guess what it is. Yeah. It's, well, I'd, 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 and I guess that's what I it feel is. like. Just fortunate, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, the, yeah, the, yeah. That's the case. Well, because you're not an yeah. but yeah. No. Come off it. I'll try. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. That that 
I think like I've been having a bit more of that recently, but I think it's just because like because my weight's a little bit longer now than like there's just you know like it's a bit more like like, like people are just like oh actually like you know rather than wait you know sort of three four months for something yeah if they catch it they'll just be like all right well yeah I'll just come in and I guess it works out good for me because yeah yeah I guess I'd have been it's also kind of um, there, you know? keeping a buffer between you and the worst of what you kind of hear of the tattooing experiences well t- the tattooists experiences when you hear those like oh people wandering off the streets and having to deal with whatever they've requested and yeah it, it almost feels like if, if people are kind of they're aware of you and they've selected something of yours from your account that they actually want to have on them and that they, mm-hmm. they know who you are that it's going to ensure that you're kind of cutting out a lot of the potential bullshit that tattooists could potentially have to deal with daily yeah I mean I think like it's kind of weird because it like is you know as far as I can gather and from like you know a bunch of sort of things that I've listened to with like more experienced tattooers and conversations I've had with people when I've been getting tattooed and whatever is you know there was like this time where you know being an all-rounder was like generally seen as the way to move forward but it kind of seems like the consensus is now that like if you've got your own thing that you're doing and like it's kind of you know you're offering something that people can't necessarily get at every other shop around then it's yeah. like it's a bit of a it's the same with music as well you know what I mean it's yeah. just like it's a harder path because it takes a while to get people on board Yeah. but yeah. like if you come up with something or do something that's just like you know maybe less common you know I don't you know I wouldn't dare to say that um, anything I've done is like unique or whatever but it's just like no but you've always been at the fringes yeah like just been purposefully weird you know what I mean and <laughs> it like it takes it takes a little while to get people on side but then in, you know like I think yeah like just over time because no one else can really offer the same thing in the same way you know what I mean and it's yeah, just yeah. like you know I, I sort of feel like people kind of realise that you know like they, you know, they sort of want like an artist that's doing something that's like you know just theirs you know what I mean yeah 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 and like, and like well also, like I said I've, I've genuinely and as I'm, I'm not like the knowing the tattoo art thing but just seeing your work and it's, it's you know it does feel yours yeah I mean you know I just you know like I, again you know like I, there's definitely artists who I'm like really like heavily influenced by you know what I mean mm. um, but yeah I, I don't know like it's you know it's a, it's a fun way to do stuff isn't it you know like I think yeah. you know like I'd, you know, I kind of like again like you know I'd, I'd really love to be able to like you know figure out how to I don't know like do like I don't know like Chicana like script and stuff like that but I'm just just yeah but my you, brain just doesn't work like that you know what I mean but so you, I mean if, like, you've, if gonna... you've got that like sort of curiosity in you you know you're three years yeah. in so it's there's it's a, it's a long old trip what is it three years in sorry or long yeah yeah so it's well it's so it's three years three and change yeah three and a bit so like yeah like I, ta- I think I started tattooing myself in like sort of March kind of April like but three years before okay. and then like I had my first paying customer November three years ago so like, I'm, yeah I'm sort of like coming up on, yeah, on, yeah. on the official three years bit but but then I was also like sat around fucking waiting for stuff to happen for some of that so I don't really know where I am and like you know <laughs> on the whole ladder I'm just like yeah you know, just don't, don't feel like well yeah I, I guess a simple answer you know, as you were saying because like, you've gone like the unconventional route into it yeah um, but it's 
it's a long old life and you're only three years it's, oh there you go yeah and also you know I was listening to like an interview with uh, this black and grey uh, tattooer called Bob Tyrrell and I was like I was listening to this interview with him it was dead sick and it was interesting and like you know he was talking about sort of his life with it and he was saying about how he started when he was 36 mm. and like I think I'd always sort of had, had a bit of a thing I'd just been like fucking hell I'm getting into this a bit late <laughs> but then like this you know like he's like he's in his what like late 60s now and he's okay. like just smashing it like having a really nice time you know sort of working all over the world like yeah. you know sort of spending his time like going to gigs that he likes to go to and he just generally seems to be like living yeah, the life like living his best life it's just like oh yeah, right yeah. well you know it's fine well, like, no, I was uh, we had uh, Owen on here a few weeks back Owen um, Namaster oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. spoke oh, very highly of you oh um, bless him he's a, he's a very sweet boy yeah. he's the loveliest lad but yeah. um, obviously he'd kind of gone into the bar scene like super late well not super late but compared yeah. to a lot of people yeah and it's it's a thing that kind of like a lot of people are doing it feels that just if you've kind of got the options available to you and I think maybe it's a generational thing where a lot of people our age didn't kind of just rush into a marriage or yeah. having kids or a stable career um, no one can really and afford to like that you know like yeah, it, yeah you know it's all sort of eating itself a bit hasn't it because it's just like it has to a degree but it's also that thing of if we are those people that have like been the I guess the footloose fancy free generation yeah it kind of leaves you open to just try these new things and if yeah. you kind of if you're a curious soul and you've got that interest to try new things mm. and you can kind of break through that fear element then, yeah well like know. and you know and again sort of you know like what I was saying earlier about how you know in the sort of 90s and noughties you know like none of these things were considered to be real jobs yes you know what i mean yeah, yeah. so it's like having a bar wasn't a real job like mm. you know being an artist wasn't a real job like, well i mean i'm a lot of what i do is uh computer games testing oh really my oh, five. so yes yeah, so i a computer games test yeah you, you tried told... to explain that to your nan in the 90s exactly yeah you yeah. get a clip around the ear and they'll tell you to get a real job <laughs> i want to test games that's what i want to i want to play computer games for a living it's like, yeah I, I probably legit said that at some point because i was like the huge computer nerd as a kid yeah but uh but yeah. That, yeah but that's it though like you know i can i can even remember like yeah, you know, like just I mean, even even now, to be fair, like I think you know, some people in my family don't think I've got a real job. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, that's fine. You can you can just think that. Yeah, like, I'll I'll crack on. I I see it uh, know, talked like, on uh, in sort of the comedians' world of things. Yeah, and when they they talk on it of like they do it. I think I guess they have to do it for like ten fifteen years before they get anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, just the the way that their families kind of like change when they suddenly see them on TV or something and it becomes like, oh, you, how's your little comedy career going? And yeah. suddenly it's like, oh, I saw you on TV. And mm. it's like, it just feels like there's, there will be that moment where like, um, I've seen, aren't you like uh, hitting the uh, tattoo exhibitions or going to a few international expos? Oh yeah, so like I was helping Tash and Lauren at London last weekend. Okay. And then I got invited to work at like the first edition of the Bruges one, which is like, not this weekend the weekend after oh wow um i'm hoping to go tomorrow but like again but, like but I'm, I'm, still, I'm still like very post, new to it though you, you know post I mean? that on facebook your family's gonna shut the fuck up and be like oh this this guy's <laughs> international with his <laughs> shit now <laughs> oh yeah I, I, was, I was invited to bruges it's uh, three years in and you got that it's, uh, well, it's I, I you'd think, think so wouldn't you but i think as well it's one of those situations where um once you've got the in and you kind of you know you're a good dude so like people yeah, will people will want to work with you again 
yeah. it feels like that's you know like it's as you say it's like you want to do more of that sort of thing and the amount of connections you're going to make when you go over in a few weeks time it's uh, I can only imagine like just yeah hopefully I it's, don't, I don't know. well no it's just, just by the nature of being there and yeah. like just being in the thing that you love and just chatting with people and being yeah. your authentic self it's just the nature of, it's, it's exactly the same as it was for the band stuff you know it's like yeah. you play a gig you just are friendly with people because that's who you are and then suddenly you get offered a gig somewhere else and you, you never know what has led to whatever else yeah, it is. Yeah, life, no, you, you know? are right. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, yeah. This, I just, yeah, I just think there's just no sort of linear path with any of this. Stuff, oh no, no you know, absolutely. Sort of, we're all kind of just, you know, just sort of bumbling around in the dark, like just sort of. <laughs> hopefully, something will happen at some point, and like yeah, yeah. sort of glom onto that for a little bit, and then. So you literally then, just like, go, like the plan is just to knuckle down and see what happens for the next sort of I guess three to five yeah I think so yeah so like I've been trying to like do as many guest spots as I can do just because you know like it's just yeah it's just really good to have like an outside perspective on okay. stuff you know like I'd, you know I think I've done like four this year and like each time I've come away and I've like learnt something you know like, what are the sorts of things you're picking up just like you know like, just like sort of seeing how people set this shit up or okay. like you know like how you know like just like positioning for customers and stuff like that or like you know like just really getting into the nitty-gritty about like machine talk and stuff like that or like you know like what sort of needles people are using or like what things not to do you know what i mean and it's just like yeah like that that's re- like been really useful and whatever so like, i think I've, I've got one more no i've got two more guest spots this year and then i'm taking a couple of months off it over christmas just because yeah i'm not great in winter anyway and i think like the idea of just like traipsing around like with all my gear and just like being cold and wet and miserable like yeah, it's just like i'm yeah. not really into it but then like i think the plan is from like next year i'm just going to sort of try and do maybe like one a month and nice. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of like pretty much sorted up until summer next year doing that so like and then we've got like a few there's we've got like a bit of funk stuff going on um next year we've got like sort of got a new record to be working on and like like there's like a couple of tours going on but next just year. Put out an album haven't you? Uh, so, so, yeah, so they like recorded and released. Oh, okay. Uh, so they like recorded it during lockdown, and then yeah. it got like released. I think it was like in February. Yeah. Uh, this year, and then like I think like the idea is to like you know sort of try and like aim to be kind of recording again like sort of early next year. And, like, Can so we, we got to, like write all that stuff? What is the deal with Thank then? How do you mean? I mean, just just full stop. Well. <laughs> Because <laughs> just listen to it as well. All right, you know what I mean. Hey, I, I can't really take any credit for it. Yeah, it's yeah, but like, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's wacky like, as hell. Yeah. And it's, uh, again, we can say the irreverent word again, but like yeah. it's very, very fucking niche. Yeah, I don't really know what it is. Yeah, it, I think the only thing I know that it is is it's like for me anyway. It's just dead fun. Like yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like really nice. Whenever I see the clips online, it always looks like. I mean, aside from you just being the, the usual powerhouse, it's it's just all. It looks fun. Yeah, that's it. They're just like they're really, really lovely. Um, they're like really like creative. Mm. They're like really funny and like I'd, like I I mean I don't know what. I don't, I, yeah, I don't really know how they sort of landed on what they landed on. But yeah, yeah, you know, it's just like like for me, it's just like yeah, it's just you know, it's just like really like. I guess like is there even a genre? Because it's ah, uh, it's just like it's just it's. Just, Take away all the silliness; it's just pop songs in it. But like, not even it's though, because like, it's you know, it's, like, it's, 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 it's entirely no. It's it's weird. It, yeah, and I mean, it is. It yeah, is weird yeah, yeah. pop songs, it, but like, it yeah. is. I don't know. Like, it's, yeah, it's just sort of like weird mix of like everything. I guess like noise rock and sort of anxious discoy stuff, and then like 
actual noise. Anxious disco, that's a Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, like, yeah, I'd, I'd, yeah. It's, but you know what I mean though, it's like, cause it's, you know, seeing, seeing that you were doing it, well, seeing their name about and then seeing that you were doing it, so it's like, okay, well, I'm gonna check this out. And mm. I had my assumptions as to what it was gonna sound like and then it was nothing like that at all. Right. Um, and giving it an honest listen and it was like, there's a lot of it I just really don't like the style of, but then there's other moments where it's like this, it just switches into something. As you say, it's like just creative kids trying some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah, there was a lot in there that was like, okay, cool, that's, I'm really into that sound they've got locked into that groove or whatever it would be is, yeah. it feels very experimental and very like devil may care sort of just, we're gonna just do this thing, there's no mm. rules. Yeah. Um, I think no rules is probably the, the, the most obvious genre. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's it. I mean, like like the writing process, like is, it's just really cool. Like they like they just kind of just chuck a load of stuff together, and it's just like, all right, see see where that goes. And then like, <laughs> that's what you know, I mean. Like, that's like, what it's like, about, like, though. Like it's just like, like after a bit, it'll just sort of like you know something will just sort of come together, and it'll yeah, just be like, right, yeah, well, yeah. we're gonna glom onto that and sort of keep that together, and you know, and it's just like, yeah, it's just I don't know. It's just yeah, it's just really fun. Like you know, it's just I'm you know I'm I'm really glad that that I'm getting to do something that that is so fun. You know, because. You know, again, like after, you know, like after, like because I think the other band that I've done that's been that sort of level of fun were doing cattle, and obviously, like after that, sort of, you know, kind of just sort of ended. It's just like nice to be sort of back, you know, yeah, doing something yeah. that's just like as much of a laugh as it is, and like you know, yeah, just, and they're active, and yeah, as you say, the good it, people. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I think it's, it's all nice. about like the people at the end of the day. Yeah, defo. Yeah, it's just yeah, just it's just you know, it's it's just like e easy to spend time with them nice. you know and just like you know carry on and um yeah yeah i think you know and they've you know they've, they've worked like really hard on you know what they've done so far you know and it's like yeah i'm just again like just feel like dead fortunate to have been um yeah to be able to do it it's like a good laugh cool and we'll see see what happens yeah yeah like, yeah, yeah um about to wrap it up but mm -hmm. uh let's go for a few uh top threes Oh God! <laughs> um, getting out, getting out to gigs around the way. What do you reckon is the sort of the uh, top three, I guess, punk DIY or whatever venues that you'd get to? What you just be, like just generally? Whether it would be like Leeds, Yorkshire, just your your spots. What are you saying is the uh, the the places people need to check out? Oh God! I mean, like, I mean, I guess in in Leeds it'd be like. Wharf, Boom, and uh, Damaged Goods. Now, I guess is that the one that's in like, Armley? Yeah, that's like that's the new spot. Yeah, um, I reckon that place is going to be seriously sick. Like, yeah, what's the deal with it? I don't know anything about it other than it's there. It's kind of like uh, well, it's like a bunch of sort of band lockups, but they're sort of doing. They've got like a gig space there as well, mm. and like you know, it just seems like they're just going to be doing lots of sick things there. So yeah, like, yeah. yeah, like but it's you know, it's it's like very very DIY like. You know, like like the, to the point where they sort of built a bunch of the rooms in in the unit themselves. Like nice, you know, and it's just like yeah, it's just kind of very like, you know, yeah, it just seems very sort of free. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. which is sick. Um, yeah, there's like, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of weird because like I guess I haven't really like. I mean, I've sort of been out and about a bit more. And I have been for a bit. You know, there's there's some like good spots over in Manchester as well. Like, played at the White Hotel like a few months ago. Never heard of that. That place was really cool. Yeah, it's like I think it's in it's in like Salford. 
Yeah. Like, I think it's normally like a sort of um, like uh, club sort of place, but they've they've got gigs on there and like the PA is dead good, and it's just like kind of in this bit where it doesn't look like anything's happening, but then it's yeah. just like a sick venue there, and and then like Hatch in Sheffield, like that spot's really cool, and like again, like that's got a bit of a sort of chunk vibe, but without the practice rooms. Oh, yeah. no, maybe there is a practice room. I feel like you know it's, it's getting to a point you know where there are like you know more of the, these little sort of semi-autonomous yes. gaffs you know just sort yeah, of popping yeah. up. No, because I mean back in about. the day we always said that like if we could move the one in twelve brick by brick slowly to Leeds, we'd do it. And That's just, it. Yeah, because yeah. you know as, as well, the one as in twelve is like you know just like an institution. institution. Isn't it? it's yeah, so yeah, it's like, fucking great. And it's, I've seen that they're doing the, like there's a means to an end fest. Yeah, that's fucking hell. Yeah, it's looking good. And yeah. there's uh, some other stuff I've been seeing there, and I. We'd always made the effort to get to Bradford because yeah. it's one in twelve. You, you got to. Yeah, um, but yeah. so many people just would never make the effort, and yeah. it's, it's beautiful to see that slowly Leeds has, you know, like with a commonplace that became Wharf Chambers. Yeah, yeah. That felt the first step towards it. Yeah, um, what like like Wharf's Wharf's amazing. Like you know, like we've had some really good gigs there, like sort of recently, and then oh, and there's um sorry, like completely like like <laughs> rudely forgot about, but there's Mabgate Bleach as well. Um, yeah, yeah, and like like them lot, are again doing some really sick stuff down there. Like, sorry, they they like they, yeah, they should have been, you know, like mentioned right right have away. Have they still got like screen printing facilities and stuff down there? I remember. Oh, uh, I don't I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I remember. Like, I, I think like it was a while ago though when I went down there for that. Yeah, I think like. But there was all sorts of kicking like, off. Like there. a few gig practice space rooms and, and the gig yeah. space and stuff and like. Yeah, like there's there's a, there a few like banging gigs there, like like last month, and it was just like, oh yeah, like this is gonna, you know, this is this is sick. Who's doing? Uh, who's good for DIY screen printing at the moment? Oh, um, so I'd always use uh, Discordant Sun. Discordant Sun, are they yeah, leads. Uh, yeah, he's leads based. So it, like, I, it's like it's, it's been mates with him for years and years, and like used to do a sludge band together a bit like a bit ago. Um, but yeah, so like he he like went straight to do a um, screen printing apprenticeship from school. Oh, cool! And it's just like his entire operation is just him. Yeah. And like I've like I've, I'm not just bigging him up because he's my mate, but yeah, it's just yeah. like every single t-shirt, you know, he's pulled them by hand. Yeah. And it's just like his quality control is like right in the pocket, and his formatting <laughs> is right in the pocket. Yeah. And like you can't, you know, like because he's doing everything by hand, you know, like it's like. You, you just know it's going to be good you know what I mean like, I, yeah. I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever had to send a run back to him oh, and nice. like you know I think with like some of the more like commercial um, ones you know like you, well, I mean, you get worth, entire orders through and you it's just worth shouting like, about this at the moment obviously because well yeah yeah, because of that yeah, <laughs> because yeah. of that thing that happened, yeah, yeah yeah I mean you know talking about that gaff like I like I've used them for various things over the yeah, years. Yeah, awesome merch. But yeah, like, it's like, uh, awesome merch. Like... Um, a friend of mine was actually working there until. Oh really? Yeah, and he, he was a worker and an investor as well. Oh really? So yeah, because the investors got like. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's just yeah. I mean, you know, just places sort of using the clout of being grassroots and like actually just being you know like full on late stage capitalists. Like there you go. Yeah. Like not great. Um, <laughs> but I mean, like I'd. I'd yeah, but no, but like, as yeah, point being though, it's the perfect go. time to be shouting out all of the DIY oh, spots. Oh yeah, that definitely. Are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 Joe, like Joe does a seriously good job. Like, he's he's so. Oh, sick was that Joe like, Hall? Joe Hall, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. so you were in? Were you in was it cattle? It were Grok with uh, with Joe. Grok, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was 
before cattle, was it? It's sort of around the same time. Yeah, okay. yeah. Like, like I think I was in cattle before, but then like we were like I was in both those bands, like sort of neck and neck for about five, six years. I think. Yeah. I think that right. Oh, again, time <laughs> again. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Time's, that's weird. Um, but yeah, he's really good. And then like you know, if you can't get through to him, there's like Vino Sangre like down oh, south. Is like, it Norwich? Oh, you know what? He's, I think he's called Mikey. I'm pretty sure he's called Mikey. You know that thing of like when you're in the band and you you kind of you're at the whim of the promoter hoping you'll get a good poster out of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And just most of the time it's garbage. But um, I went. We played a gig in Norwich, and I'm pretty sure it was those guys. Oh, really? I think. I can't remember who it was, but I think he does design stuff them. as well. Like yeah, yeah, and it was just this um, parchment paper uh, poster, and it was just this sick design, and it was just like one of them like just things that I'm gonna keep with keep for the rest of my yeah. life, you know. And it was uh, some bullshit DIY gig that no one's gonna remember, but yeah. it was a beautiful thing that I got from there uh, from that. And it was oh, that's just, cool. Yeah. yeah, I'll have to give it a sh- give it a look. I really like yeah, I, like, I really love a screen printed poster. It's just like it's just well special in it like yeah it's yeah. kind of one of those things as well like not a lot of people really realize like how kind of sick and valuable they sort of are you know what i mean so yeah like, yeah you, you just it's well worth holding on to stuff like that because then just you know like well i mean that's what that whole account was that i did recently where it was just posting everything just yeah. because i'm a hoarder so i've got like that how can you see it there's a box just down the side there that's right. just filled with photos really and the, the two oh, were, that's cool these fold these folders here are like um, old flyers. Oh, sick! So like, look at that nonsense. That's amazing. From a uh, juvie hall. Oh shit! Yeah. So well, that was a Steve Hastwell's uh, thing, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, photos from the night out and no, yeah. look at that. Oh, it's Cardi Arms. Look at that bullshit flyer. That's cool. Just, I love shit like that. Just though. so shit, but like... yeah. And as you're talking to like uh, diverse bills. So you got like uh, sort of Stoner Rock, uh, Charlie Don't Surf Stoner Rock, Valhalla Pacifist, just thrash punk, That's Monster good. Kill by Laser were like yeah, uh, proggy, prog, yeah, 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 then Bonsai Kittens, uh, Kitsch Pop, right. and No Excuse We Were uh, sort of pop punk, uh, they were like pop punk ska kids that discovered metallic hardcore. Right. So I'm pretty sure that I saw that band. Very weird, yeah, but I'd very, like, I'd, very I'd, fun. I again, like again it was back to, they were the funnest fucking guys, and I loved doing that band. Right, but, yeah. Um, yeah, weird, though. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, because I've definitely seen, like, a bunch of your bands over the years. Like, again, it all just, like, all just sort of, like... It's incestuous. ...melding to one, though, doesn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's really sick. But, yeah, so, like, I, I think, like, as far as... Yeah, like the, the, those would be like the two DIY yeah, yeah. printers that I'd like recommend. Uh, and let's piece it out with, uh, I guess, tattooists in the area. If you're unavailable, who else is interesting or sort of coming up at the moment? Who's caught your eye that's worth shouting about that people aren't? Oh, bloody hell. That's like... I mean, Tasha's got to get a mention. Well, yeah, like, so, like, <laughs> Tasha's, like, well... Which is Craw full stop. Well sick Check for, out like, Craw. Um, yeah, so, like, Tasha does sort of... Like really like illustrative like kind of I guess like neo trad stuff but not in a kind of neo tradie way. Um, I guess just like illustrative like tattoos like really like kind of bright colours and like lots of sort of kind of British wildlife sort of stuff. Okay. Um, yeah, and just like kind of yeah, she does like a lot of sort of like fantasy based art and stuff. And then the uh, Ren um, does more sort of like kind of delicate like dot work kind of botanical 
stuff. Mm. Uh, it's just like yeah, like really, really, like really, really nice, like like really kind of subtle, like really well, like you know, proper. Basically, those two are like. If I can, a, like actual proper artists. If I can work out I mean? the, like, the editing on this shit, then I'll try and drop in some visuals as you're talking oh, on it. <laughs> oh, that's very nice. And then, like, I guess, like, probably my favourite tattooer in the UK is probably Will Gary, who, like, he, like, did, like, he did my hand and stuff. Oh, nice. He's, like, yeah, he's, like, definitely, like, one of my kind of biggest, like... Uh, that like, does feel these, like, kind of reminiscent of what uh, what you were doing. Before, oh, yeah, but more than yeah, me. Yeah. It yeah, feels yeah. a little less kind of crazy. Oh, I don't know. Some of his stuff's like pretty, pretty <laughs> wild. Like, um, yeah. Oh god, there's so, like there's so many. Like, it's, it's really hard to like crack it down to just a few. Um, bloody hell. Yeah, that's, that that that's really difficult. So I guess like, I mean, it, like I I think I'd have to do it like not just locally, and then like yeah, I guess like my other sort of favourite uh, tattoo is probably Ian Mullen. Um, so he was like he was from Scotland but now he's based in Sweden and he just does like he, he, I think his sort of speciality at the moment is he just does these mad free balls where he'll literally just take a big bit of person mm. and he won't even get a transfer machine or a sharpie or anything and he'll just like just freehand like but like, when people say freehand they normally mean just like drawing something on with sharpie and tattooing over it he's just like yeah. no he's just like straight straight from table to <laughs> farm, to, farm <laughs> to table just like yeah just gets his machine and he's just like way and like he talk just about does mastering the like, fear of the but it's just like everything he does is so sick and it's just yeah. like all these sort of weird characters we like he'll have like a like big like janky face with like a tap coming out of its ear and then like some <laughs> sort of escher style stairs sort of going around the back of it and it will just like oh you know like these kind of like russian orthodox towers and shit and it's just like yeah. really cool like i think like cool yeah like he's 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 definitely up there as well um and then like other favorites probably like al boy um who was it al or owl al like al boi like he's like an italian guy who does just like kind of everything sort of looks like it was is kind of come from like an old Greek vase or something, but like in a sort of like it's kind of sort of everything's kind of gawky looking and a bit like odd, yeah. But like it's kind of like still somehow like kind of high art at the same time. Like it's really like it's okay. really weird. Like it's, it's stuff's just like yeah, just dead dead interesting. Yeah. And it, you know it'll be like yeah, kind of like typical tattoo subjects, but just like done in like is completely his own. Yeah, his own sort of way, and like, yeah, and just like he does like a lot more color work than, you know, like I'd normally have on me, but like I'd, you know, if I got the opportunity to get something off him, I'd definitely, I'd just like, I'd be like, all right, yeah, <laughs> do, some, do some cooler stuff, that'd be fine. Um, but yeah, so there you go. I think cool. yeah. So I've like bigged up, I've bigged up those two at the shop and three people that I like. So oh that's, yeah, that's five. You asked for three, you got five. There we go. <laughs> Right, well, I reckon we'll leave it at that. All right, thank you very much. Parade of Crafters. Jackie can go! Ding, ding, ding.